Well, hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us here at the HI296 podcast. I hope you're doing well wherever and whenever you're listening to this. So this week in the course, we will be turning our attention to North Korea, um, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, after the end of the Korean War, right? So we spent um, the last several weeks talking about um, this period between 1945 and 1953, um, from the end of the colonial era to towards the end of the Korean War. So this eight-year period that had momentous, profound, and obviously lasting effects on uh, the nature of society, politics, and life on the Korean Peninsula, um, most clearly and notably the emergence and continuing existence of two states, um, the Republic of Korea in the South, or South Korea, and the Democratic People's Republic of Korea in the North, or North Korea. Now, um, what I want to do today is just take a few minutes to encourage you to use this class and to use our discussion this week and um, our, our discussions of North Korea um, in the weeks to come to try to, the key word being understand, right? To try to get a better understanding of certain sets of logics or perspectives that have taken hold in North Korea and, and all in a way to help fill out or perhaps give you a better understanding or or sense of how North Korea came to be how it is today. Um, most of you are obviously born in the last 20, 25 years and have grown up in a world where um, North Korea has this interesting position in East Asia and the world more generally is at one time seen being reviled as a vicious, despotic, violent regime that um, treats um, its own people quite terribly. And, and there's significant evidence of that and, and a lot and truth to that, um, to be sure. Um, you know, th there's no doubt that it is a perpetrator of huge amounts of crimes against um, humanity amongst many others. And at the same time, this almost weird comical or amusement or fascination with North Korea as this strange place because it is so insular, because it, so few people are allowed to enter and leave, because so little is known about life inside North Korea. And, and in some ways, this shroud of mystery also characterizes how we interact with and think about North Korea. And as I mentioned, um, particularly given the exploits and, and some of the ridiculous claims made about um, Kim Jong-il, who we'll, who we'll talk about in the next few weeks, also to some extent Kim Jong-un, um, the regime has a certain almost comical place, right? And so it's this weird mix of horror at the actions committed by the regime and, and the violence towards its own population, the huge amounts of starvation. We'll talk in a few weeks about the famine in 1997 and the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who died as a result of that, running all the way again to this kind of almost comedic or humorous look at some of the absurdities of the regime and some of their pronouncements that are just so clearly not true. And I, I think all of this kind of combines to lead to a notion that, you know, North Korea, it's just weird. Who knows? It's a strange place. You know, what can, what can you do? It's just this weird, bizarre place and nobody can figure it out. Um, and I, I think... That is a very limited approach and one that I think we can develop a great deal more nuance and understanding to appreciate the ways that North Korea came to be the way it is. And, and the key here is, remember, understanding is not approving of or justifying or, or saying something it's okay, but it's trying to perhaps take very um, thin understandings of North Korea today and, and how it came to be 
the way it is and filling in a lot of details that I think provides us with a much richer understanding of why North Korea behaves the way it does or why it approaches the world the way it does. And I, 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 to, to reiterate, I don't think that's necessarily going to be a way to say, oh, well, now North Korea, I understand it, so it's a great place. That That's not the point. It's that you might not be so drawn as to just see it so simplistically as like this weird, bizarre place um, and to see it as a state that emerged within a specific context that is both global, regional within the context of East Asia, certainly tied to the colonial experience, certainly tied to the Korean War, um, but also that is distinctly Korean, right? And that North Korea, in some ways, is a manifestation of this motif that we've been discussing throughout the course, this notion of how does Koreanness or the notion of Korea intersect with modernity. And the title for the notes this week, which I'll send with this podcast, is, you know, the construction of a Korean communism, right? And, and I think the Korean should be emphasized there, that it was a communist, it is a communist regime and was founded as a communist regime. And that is important. And that, and that tells us a lot about how things played out and the kinds of politics that emerged and, and so forth um, within post-Korean War North Korea. But I think emphasizing and, and we can draw upon our understanding of Korean history that we've developed thus far to get a better understanding of how the Korean aspect of the notion of a Korean communism helps us to um, appreciate the unique features and shape that communism on the Korean peninsula in the DPRK took in this post-Korean War period. So that is kind of what I wanted to put out there and have you think about and in the context, hopefully, of um, doing the readings for this week um, on North Korea. And I'm really excited about our student-led class this week as well, which will look at some provocative perspectives on North Korea and the regime's ideology. So I strongly encourage you to dive into these readings because I think they will really help fill out some of your historical and conceptual understanding of North Korea. And I'm going to try to add to that in class on Monday and bring that perspective of trying to gain a better understanding and move beyond kind of these simplistic characterizations. I think Lankoff, the Lankoff reading does an excellent job of that. Um, he lived in North Korea and went to graduate school in North Korea. And I think that gives him a perspective that perhaps very few others have. So um, I look forward to seeing you in class next week. Um, I look forward to seeing your comments or questions. Please be sure to do the reading and have a great weekend. Thanks.